Hey listeners, I'm Trey. And this is Dean. Along with EY. Welcome to Pocast. Reviewing films with New Orleans flavor. I mean, I don't have like a traditional tray opening, but... No, I just don't think I... that far ahead. Well, if At you least want a traditional, the traditional tray opening is that, Pocast listeners, tonight we are talking about one of my favorite topics, Marvel. Again. I mean... That sounds about right. And we are specifically going way back, way before anything called the MCU was even a glimmer in Jon Favreau's beautiful eyes. Was he even born then? Uh, Oh, yes, he was. That was a stupid It was like 79. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he was born then. He was probably probably old enough to be sitting and gleefully watching the show that we are talking about. We are talking about the 1970s show... The Incredible Hulk, starring Bill Bixby as David Banner, not Bruce Banner, but David Banner, and Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. And I just want to let everyone know that if I shaved all the hair off my body, I would look exactly like Lou Ferrigno in this episode. Would you? Yes. Hmm. So you're saying the hair on your body is... Mm. Yes. Okay. I'm like a okay. cat. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I look fluffy, but I can, mm. like, fit in a bottle. Do cats have abs hidden under their fur as well? Obviously. My cat mm. is, like, bench pressing 100. You, the, your <laughs> my st- cat is not. I've never watched the 1977 Incredible Hulk. I've always seen clips. I feel like everyone knows who Lou Ferrigno is because of that. But I've never sat down and watched it. And to learn that it's like it had like a two-hour pilot film to kick off the series. It ran for five seasons. It had three movies after the show ran. Mm -hmm. The movies were going to also introduce Daredevil in his own spinoff show. Like, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's almost like the mcu before the mcu it's kind honestly i was because i was thinking about it and you're right it is like um maybe not the first but definitely one of like the early versions of like that shared cinematic universe probably the first time for there's a hulk movie one of the movies he teams up with thor yeah like thor daredevil i think even spider-man shows up i didn't know any of this i I was not aware like it's not so much like the mcu it's honestly a lot more like dc's arrowverse Mm -hmm. where it's like it's okay and you know it 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 tells a decent story for what it is and yes we're looking at it you know 30 years after the fact so obviously this is incredibly dated and one episode and only one episode well i've seen I've seen the Thor movie and I've seen the Daredevil movie and I've seen a bunch of other episodes because in the 90s when I found out about this, I was like, holy shit, I need to watch this show because I, mm-hmm. I love The Incredible Hulk. It's probably my favorite Marvel superhero. So I was like, I, I need to watch this. So like, and it's so funny to like think of Thor in this show, how he looked compared to like the Chris Hemsworth Thor we have now. I'm afraid to look. Oh, it's it's so cheesy. Mm-hmm. It's like this giant billowy like shoulder fur thing. He has like the classic Thor helmet, but it's huge. Mm. Like he, he looks like a literal action figure. 
Um, Daredevil, I don't remember what he looks like. I think it was pretty simple for Daredevil, but Thor was very extravagant. I mean, that makes sense. Can we talk about how um, I knew who Lou Ferrigo Ferringo was, but Ferrigno. I had no idea yeah, who Bill Bixby was. I was I almost thought I played the wrong thing because I was like, wait, um, the Hulk is definitely played by a different guy. Yeah, you were um, like, where is Edward Norton? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I'm not that dumb. So he, I had no idea. Um, like you thought it was going to be Lou Ferrigno running yes. around as David Banner? Yes, uh, which well, David, the name David confused the fuck out of me. I don't know why they changed. Yeah. There's very not a popular name in the 70s opinions yes like a lot of the stuff i read said they didn't want to go with bruce because bruce sounded too gay is the reason that it was given <laughs> that's what i like don't tell I mean, that to batman you know I mean, right it, it comes from the internet and there's various like they changed it to david because it was like the creator's son's oh name my, or, or oh my God. stuff like that but i i mean of the one things of the popular changed, rumors like was a small thing i don't know i i why I, was the 70s so homophobic supposedly <laughs> and racist from what i read on wikipedia mm. the creator of the show did not like the comics and tried to change as much as possible uh he wanted the hulk to be red oh my god and oh, stanley was well, there I think is. that was before that happened. And but the Hulk Stan was Lee, originally supposed to be gray in the comics. Yes. But a printing issue made him green. But Stan Lee was like, no, like that's the one thing you can't change. Uh, but yeah, I so I so don't know. So basically I feel the like, showrunner in the 19, it was like uh-huh. 1970s Zack Snyder just hated the comics and just wanted to change everything. Yeah, like this guy just up. didn't, yeah, really was not a fan of comic books. But wanted to. I money uh, yeah money something i i, I mean, think okay then why give him the job he must have done something right for it to have five seasons and three fucking movies no, I mean, it was the 70s yeah and the seasons uh, are yeah. like in various lengths like one season's 20 something episodes i think the final season was only seven episodes so we're talking about a specific episode season three episode eight is it ten is it's it 10? 10 yeah oh i thought it was eight i'm pretty I sure thought it's it was eight. two but it was 10 i think oh. it was long enough that it started at eight and it ended at 10 <laughs> uh the babao or was that it? the babalow uh and did you boy watch it they said it like a million times. i was they gonna really say did. i wish i could download the script to this episode and do a search on how many times, many times? the babalow was mentioned it was in a this, lot. this, this, yeah. Oh my and God. What is hey. the Babalow? I. Is a con man, apparently. Basically, yeah. a con man pretending to be a voodoo priest. Yeah. I got so caught up in, in just the aspect of a, a five season, four movie Hulk show in the 70s that I completely forgot to kind of look up the Louisiana aspects because i've never heard of this term well it's okay i look them up for you oh okay also you don't practice voodoo so well that too yeah well we have to remember the three of us are not uh in any way shape or form knowledgeable in voodoo but neither is hollywood um 
Yeah. So I, <laughs> I know can some. Only so we fit right imagine in. Imagine how inaccurate this probably was, but because um, voodoo traditionally is from um, West Africa, tends to be practiced in Haiti and Louisiana. Uh, like very specifically Louisiana voodoo. Well, um, Haitian it is a close practice. Uh, so you usually either have to be um, associated by family or initiated into it. Um, so it's not, uh, of course, there's kind of a voodoo that's out there for touristy reasons in Louisiana. But generally, um, unless you're involved in voodoo, even locals uh, don't really have a... Um, full knowledge of exactly what voodoo, what their practices are, and anything like that. So I was just imagining all the inaccuracies that this episode could have possibly done. Because it is, was it was wild. Is the I'm sorry, the Babalu, the Babalau. Mm-hmm. Babalau. Is that a thing? Is that Um the Babalau? No, but okay. I think um okay. Oh, I'm gonna like get hacked for pronunciation here, but I think the Lao or the Lei. I think it was um, the Lao, like the spirits. Are, yeah, they're, yeah, those you mean the are Loa? actual. The Loa. Yeah, the there Loa. You go. See, those <laughs> One are of us actual were paying attention. terms. Those well, yeah, are I know actually part. I don't know. And again, I don't know how accurate it is, but those are terms that are used in voodoo as far as I could find. So just to preference real quick, we're talking about this specific episode because it takes place in New Orleans. And Mm -hmm. by taking place in New Orleans, we mean it has the occasional stock footage of Mardi Gras mixed in with a lot of backlot scenes. Yes. Well, the Mardi Gras. Again. Uh, Again, (laughs) which... I I don't know. I feel like at this point we need to make a T-shirt or something with this. The Mardi Gras. Uh, but uh, and then yeah, she I would say at the Mardi Gras. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> oh God, yeah. But interchange with the the occasional stock footage, everything else was very plainly obvious. A backlot oh, yeah, somewhere in sure. California. To the extent of you can see like the mountains or the hills or whatever they call them in the background of What's some mountains. If you happen to be listening to us and you are not from Louisiana or New Orleans, we don't even have fucking hills. Is that just a big levee? We got Monkey Hill and we yes, we have Monkey Hill. Audubon I've explained Zoo. that to people not from here, and they look at me like I'm crazy because literally, uh, I mean, yeah. the highest point in our area is a man-made hill in our zoo that children can experience what it's like to roll down a hill in the grass. Hey, they updated it. They have like a slide and a water oh, yeah? stream thing. So yeah, the I mean, kids it's... just don't get like grass burn going down the hill. Like no, they no, they children? still do that. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's still part of it, but there's but yeah, other dangerous there are, aspects to it. There there's are no a hills course. or any sort of elevation in Louisiana. So, yeah, that was that was wild to see. So, I really found it amusing because I feel like the setup for this episode would work if they were in, like, some bayou town mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. really the way they have their their back lot turned into new orleans uh and southern california it really makes it seem like they're in the middle of like the cbd yes in downtown new orleans with 
again, supposedly in the middle of Mardi Gras. So you you have like one big scene with the Hulk where it's like there's floats and things like that. But other than that, all of it is like just a bunch of trash in the street, which mm-hmm. is fairly That's accurate. That's pretty accurate. I mean, yeah, during Mardi Gras, yes. But all I could think about is like my time where I used to work downtown. Like, and I just, I just kept picturing like what it would be like if – downtown new orleans had like a strong um grassroots kind of voodoo belief well they I would made say. It, they made it look so much like and I'll, tr- I'll try not to get on a soapbox here but it seemed like they made it out to be like everyone in new orleans every single yes. person in new orleans yes was practicing voodoo and Maybe. they made them seem dumb too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like the entire and like the entire thing, like all of these people, was like you know, are so gullible to this con man who's obviously faking this voodoo stuff, and that this one doctor, this one doctor, knew better than everyone who happens to be white, and there's definitely a kind of white savior thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just it it was offensive. Yes. Well, to the point of where she's using, quote unquote, modern day medicine, but with voodoo connotations to trick yes. people into coming to her practice, yeah. which and, that and alone them into getting medication that they not they is more. I don't even wrong. think that's legal. No, no, no. And, and the family that she's helping is a kid who was bitten by a rat Ugh. and potentially and so has is rabies. His brother? And his brother died from it. Like, I don't remember what his brother died from. I just remember that he I don't had think a brother they say, yeah, died. I that, thought they yeah. did say that he was bitten by a rat as well, but... Um, I, I mean, we have some pretty big rats here. But, yeah, I mean, the doctor even mentioned that she grew up in the area, that she had to pretend to be voodoo um, to trick these people into getting modern medicine, but my thing was, even if she was, if if she was raised in a in a voodoo environment, she would be aware of voodoo's limitations or not and would actually have incorporated them into her practice. Like the fact that she told David um, to go fill up a bag with herbs. Like I feel like if she had been in the culture, she would have known what to put in. Like um, if that makes sense. No. Uh, yeah. Cause she's like, just grab any random yeah, herbs off the thing and herbs, put it in a bag. And yeah, you yeah. Know, we know even now that herbs, certain herbs do have healing practice, uh, healing stuff, but herbs are associated in, in more than just voodoo. They're also, uh, associated in, you know, most witchcraft practices. Like she would have been aware of, Oh, I'm going to put this, 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 and this in it. And would have like explained that to someone else who was in the practice and they would have been like, yes, this makes sense. But it just seemed like she was doing her own mumbo jumbo. And she's like, I'm just telling them it's this. But in actuality, it's the polio vaccine. Well, like she, that. she did ask specifically <laughs> for mandrake, which we all know has curative properties for paralysis. Mm. Um, as long as you don't hear them scream. Oh my goodness. <laughs> nice, nice. Nice Harry Potter reference yeah, from the Harry yeah. Potter geek. Uh, Can we... Can we talk about the absurd amount of Confederate flags in the background Ooh, of this episode? Yeah, that uh, made me kind of cringe. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I celebrate Mardi Gras, I hang up Confederate flags. You know, 
for my building you know, to celebrate. One, and I and I hate using this excuse. <laughs> it was a different time, which I hate using that excuse. I don't think it. It's but an excuse. It's not an excuse. You're right. Yeah. It's bullshit. But at the same time, not inaccurate. No, but no, uh, no, see, I would disagree with you. Yeah, and you wouldn't see Confederate flags in seventies Mardi Gras, or, yeah, or neighborhoods I, that practice voodoo. Like I don't know, it was I, such I a like strange. You have a lot more faith in people than I do, and I feel like I've seen plenty of Confederate flags at places there where I really shouldn't. I mean, maybe, but it it just but to celebrate, just, like they were hung up as like pennants, like. Yeah. along like with other like celebratory things like that's the part that really to, makes it seem weird yeah to me th- that just solidified that one this was written by a white person two this was written by a white person who didn't know anything about new orleans new orleanians people of color voodoo practices like they're just like oh there's a bunch of confederate flags in the south so oh or they yeah. know exactly like, what they, they were doing all over the place. assholes no, I think it was, this is the South, New Orleans is in the South, so let's hang up Southern Confederate flags. Like, I yeah. honestly think that is the extent of of the rationale. Yeah, I've, for, for, seen, stupid. Yeah, I've seen it's so just, many, like, Confederate flags and places of honor and celebration in this city I get that it makes that. me sick. But yeah. I think there's a difference between that and hanging up what is essentially party streamers sure. of confederate flags for mardi gras i i that's like the absurdity that i saw was these weren't like monument locations these were it's mardi gras so let's hang up our decorative confederate flag pennants right like, but like it was yeah Speaking of decoration, though, can we talk about? I don't. They had some. They did have some amazing stock footage of Mardi Gras. Yes. Um, yeah. But when it came time to film the Mardi Gras mm-hmm. at their back lot, they seemed to have two floats. One yes. was pretty accurate that just had like New Orleans musicians on it, but the second one was like a wedding cake with a bride and groom on top of it waving to the people which by the way uh him getting run over by a mardi gras float i'm just like yelling at my screen i'm like people die oh, yeah. yeah we already know how that turns people, out but well, he's the people, hulk. people die but yes he's the hulk but i was like okay all that beautiful inspiration because even the stock footage those floats even in the 70s they were gorgeous yeah they, they had that one well that was like a lion made. head mm-hmm. oh they were, cool. oh i love mardi gras floats but like there's just like some chinky ass wedding <laughs> cake which yeah, makes no yeah. sense i've never i don't think i've ever seen a wedding themed float before i kind life. of assume that they were like some rich couple that like bought their place <laughs> into the parade to like celebrate their mar- their wedding or something i've never seen that happen before See, don't give people ideas god damn See, the thing that I found most interesting was the idea of the Hulk, or specifically just Bruce slash David Banner at Mardi Gras. So in, in this episode, what sets him off at, at the Mardi Gras parade, the Mardi Gras, was a man in a gorilla suit punching <laughs> and kicking him Which under, probably under a float. To an extent. Can we... So they do like a really quick recap of kind of like a setup for the episode before yeah. the episode plays and when i saw him 
Given the quality of the 1977 Hulk, I thought this was going to be like an actual gorilla. Like at some yeah. point in the show, <laughs> the Hulk was going to fight an actual gorilla. So I was a little disappointed that it was just a Mardi Gras costume. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen that same costume beating someone up at a Mardi Gras parade before. So, I mean, that was pretty accurate all by itself. But that's that's what sets him off. And that's when the Hulk rampages through the Mardi Gras. But I just I couldn't help but imagine how many other triggers for Bruce slash David Banner uh, that would be around Mardi Gras that would literally just set him off and make him hold oh out God, like yeah. traffic getting pushed around <laughs> on the sidewalk trying hitting to get the head a with spot beads. hitting the head with beads like oh. annoying music an- an- annoying. Uh, Mardi Gras revelers like there's just so yeah. many things Mardi like Gras. that's the last yeah. place drunk people drunk yeah. people the God Hulk damn. should ever go yes Mar- yeah the Hulk should never well, come to a Mardi Gras parade the whole like setup I guess in the show in general is he's kind of just I don't know traveling the world or the yeah. United States Offering he's wandering and trying yeah, using yeah well I mean that's such what, a strange that's kind of what he does I mean that's what he's doing in um in Avengers well no in Avengers oh, no yeah yeah you're right that's what he's doing in Avengers when we first meet Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk is he's in whatever I forget what country he's in but he's yeah, offering he goes to, like third medical world countries yeah though, not New Orleans um, no, but he goes, I mean, like you said, this <laughs> thing is like five seasons. Like, he goes everywhere. You know, yeah, he's essentially just trying to, like, stay ahead of the cops, stay ahead of this reporter, which I was in, like, one scene for some reason. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Is it some reporter that was, following him? Yeah. yeah that's. Did yeah. you watch the intro? Oh, yes, I did. It explained just, all that. I just thought he was some random Mardi Gras reporter. No, he was like the was reporter that's, like, trying to track him down. Oh, um, I, I mean that whole scene was awkward as hell yes, with the yes, it was. guy oh dressed up as the God. Jolly Jean Giant, jo- or like, jo- jo- and he called him an asparagus. Yeah, or an artichoke. Yes, an uh, artichoke. But there oh were there were a lot of long pauses in such a small yes. scene. It was just a lot of awkward silence. Oh, and that woman was trying to hit on the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I swear to god, (laughs) when I was watching that scene, I kept telling myself, if like, the Hulk starts dancing, I'm done. (laughs) I'm turning it off, I'm not gonna finish it. So when he ran off, I was very relieved. I mean, I have to say, I was pretty disappointed in the Hulk's antics in general. I mean, he, I don't know, pushes down a light pole. He like throws guys through windows and walls and stuff. I mean, I, there's almost some only so much they can do in the 70s, yeah, I guess. I get it. I, I'm but still speaking of that, like, I actually really appreciate how they present the Hulk. Um, you know, just having like Lou Frigno in, you know, green body paint and like shredded clothes. Like, I think that's actually a really cool way to do something like that. Yeah, obviously, it's creative. Yeah. yeah, obviously in the 1970s, you can't have like motion captured Ru- Mark Ruffalo, you know, be in the Hulk for for uh ragnarok but like trying to imagine is like if you wanted to do something for the least amount of money but do it effectively i think that would be a really cool way to do it like i think having like a particularly big person like the rock or um the rock or the rock or vin (laughs) diesel 
Vin Diesel. Vin sure. Anyone? Is he actually big? I don't know. No, Just no, like no. some, like some big, like physically strong, muscled big person. I have a... like transition into the Hulk, and then you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about cgi you don't have to worry about any of that stuff and you get actual visual effects instead of just a cgi green screen the camera angles they used to try to make the hulk look bigger than he actually was was hilarious i mean oh, yeah. the only problem is is then they show him next to like the woman hitting regular on him people. and he's yeah. just a regular sized yeah. buff person i'm uh, pretty sure him and the girl that were hitting on him were like the same height arnold knows pretty big like he's a pretty tall dude i mean so, she's probably wearing heels Arnold Schwarzenegger originally like auditioned to be what? the Hulk, but didn't get it because he wasn't tall enough. Don't make me angry, brother. That's yeah. Hulk Hogan. Who did you say? I was going to say <laughs> you said Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I said oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, get to I the was, chopper. Get to the chopper. It's not Hulk the doom. Don't make me angry. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know anyway. why I went Hulk Hogan. I don't know, <laughs> no, but that was wild was so and very confused. unexpected. Yeah, I had flashbacks yeah. of the Hulk Hogan show. I mean, all, Hulk, all of a sudden. Hulk Hogan. I I see where your head was at, yeah. but you're wrong. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, boy. So there's really only like two, you know, Hulk rampages fight scenes mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. one in the middle, uh, and one at the end. So I, I really think this Hulk show needs more Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um. For being like fifty minutes long, yeah. For yeah, being like an hour long, more Hulk, yeah. Um, yeah. There's really there. It really dragged on a lot, but especially when they actually did the, you know, the Hulk is out and he's rampaging through the stuff and beating up bad guys. But it's like all of those scenes were shot in slow motion. Yes. Yes. And you're just. Yeah. It, it was like watching a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> not yeah. as yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, no rattlesnake moments. No rattlesnake I mean, no. moments. I, I I think they did it just to make it more dramatic. I mean, yeah, I also can't yeah. imagine how much that green body paint costs, so they could probably only afford to do it every so often. Well, and supposedly the uh, contacts that uh, Lou Ferrigno had to wear were like physically painful, so he could I only wear them yeah, like 15 minutes at a time. Well, they were probably glass contacts. I don't think they had even in, uh, had uh, like soft uh, contact lenses. Yeah, I think then. they called them like hard contacts in the yeah. Wikipedia article. But yeah, I, I so yeah, I think his time as the Hulk were like had to be filmed fast. Which well, I mean, especially considering you know if if his sight is like messed up filming. I mean, that's pretty considerable considering that Lou Ferrigno is deaf. Is he? Yes. Oh. He is deaf. He can read lips and stuff, but he is deaf. Didn't know that. Yeah. No, he's not. I'm pretty sure he is. Lou Ferrigno mm, is. You're pretty sure, and you just stated that. I know. I have grown up being told that Lou Ferrigno is dead. Oh my goodness! I need to at least verify this. Information. Yeah. Can you Google this? Because I yes. have never. He's been in. He was in "I Love You, Man." Yeah. As and himself, he, and he, I know. He he's just he might be maybe partially or maybe partially deaf, but but I think there's a difference between. <laughs> oh my god! Like. A, uh... Due to ear infection suffered soon after birth, Ferdinand lost seventy-five to eighty percent of his hearing. Has been using hearing aids. Well, try. I... So he's mostly deaf. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, uh... 
I just picture like the Hulk signing through this episode. Hulk smash in sign language. Oh man. Oh. Okay. I mean, (laughs) you were just so bold about that statement, and you're like, I think. I mean, hey, you were proven to be right, so. And now I have that on recording. Oh. I'm gonna make it my ringtone. Oh boy. Oh. oh man. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Um, well, now that you have seen the 1970s Hulk TV show, you can appreciate more if you go back and rewatch either the Ang Lee or the um or the Edward Norton Hulk, the cameos that both Bill Bigsby and Lou Ferrigno have in those movies. Uh, oh, do they? So I remember yeah, Lou Ferrigno is a little more out there. Bill Bixby, I don't even know if he was still alive by then, but he wasn't. He okay, died in '93. Well, there is. Oh, does he make it into the MCU no. at all? Either or no? Just does in the Edward Norton. Edward Norton, one. Norton um, one? There's a scene in like the very beginning of the movie where like Edward Norton's getting like his stuff to go to the leave, and uh, there's a TV on, and the show it's showing. I don't know if it was an episode of the Hulk, but it was Bill Bixby. It was something that had Bill Bixby in it um, on the TV, which I I thought was pretty cool. And then the, the music that's in the end credits, which is kind of like iconic for this show uh, also was in incredible Hulk. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of funny when I heard the ending theme, I was like, that's where it's from. Cause I, Shows oh, have spoofed it, it before. Family Guy did. Family Guy did it. I'm sure yeah. others it have. It didn't seem to fit to me. Like, oh no, no! It was a very it was tonal also shift movie, in. So. <sighs> There's only but one good also, Hulk movie. Uh, the Hulk hitchhiking at the end. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I mean that's like a that's like a staple thing for that show. Is it always ends with him hitchhiking, going to a new place, him hitchhiking. I mean, okay. it's kind of a good way to like yeah. set up him traveling. Yeah, and, it, and again, it was the seventies. Everybody and their grandma hitchhiked. If yeah. you had to give this episode of The Incredible Hulk one to five Mardi Gras gorillas, what would what would Ooh, you give? Nice. That was a good one. Um, oh, I didn't even give this any thought. Sometimes I'm terrible at this. I don't know. There was so much while it was sort of entertaining uh, just because I was I couldn't believe what I was actually watching most of the time. Um, It wasn't like Dracula 2000 where it was so bad that it was good. It was just kind of really bad mostly. Uh, Mostly because of the inaccuracies just not really caring about the story or the people they were writing about. Um but it still was sort of entertaining. Uh, I think I'm going to give this a two. Because um, I can't see myself watching another episode of this uh, ever again. I don't think. So, yeah, I'll just go for a two. I mean, I'm I'm definitely with Dean and this doesn't make me want to watch any more of this show. I kind of almost want to watch the movies with um, Thor and mm-hmm. and Daredevil. 
Uh, but that's really it. And only just to see how they handle those characters. Uh, and I, I, I usually don't do this, but I think because, you know, being from New Orleans and, and this episode's, um, horribly offensive way in which it handled New Orleans really did make it like so bad that it's good. Uh, as boring as I found the episode as a whole, I honestly like just talking about it made me enjoy it a little more and, and possibly mm-hmm. changed my rating. Uh, I now <laughs> own this episode. <laughs> me too. Um, so I can now go back and, and watch it at any point <laughs> in time. Um, I I don't know. I, I want to give it a bad rating, but at the same time, I really do only if you're from New Orleans. I would give this like a five in, in a so bad it's good. What? So I, I'm, yeah, it's, I mean, everything from like the, the California backlot to the set design and their attempts of, of making this into the big easy was so horribly done. And there were so many wrong decisions as we talked about earlier that it really does make it to me so bad that it's good. So yeah, yeah I can't even I, believe what I'm hearing right now. I, honestly. I am going against my traditional rating system yeah, that I have yeah. avoided for over 50 episodes. <laughs> and I am saying if you are from new Orleans, I highly suggest you watch this movie or episode. For entertainment purposes only. For entertainment purposes only. It is <laughs> offensive. It is poorly done. It is <laughs> not exciting. It would have been better if the Hulk actually fought a gorilla and not a man in a Mardi Gras costume. Mm. I don't know how you would write in a gorilla in a New Orleans episode, but they could have made it happen. Um, so yes, from an enjoyment perspective... I'm giving this episode a, a five. Wow! <laughs> right? I'm so shocked right now. I I loved I it. Like it was so. You're usually yelling at me you, for doing. You were typically our harshest. I I know. I'm critic. The voice of reason in this podcast. Uh, let's not sometimes. go that close. <laughs> I uh, wouldn't go that far either. But usually. <laughs> You usually you're 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 one of the more harsher ones. You're very and like, and I get that. And I so was I'm very confused right now <laughs> to to give this show a, a low rating. But the more we talked about it and the absurdity of moments of the cake float and the gorilla and the <laughs> Confederate flags and the um, you know. <laughs> As Trey put it, the, like the white savior, like it just yeah, the more yeah. I think about it, it is just culturally horrible. And it paints such a bad picture um, <laughs> in all the wrong ways. And, but I know I just talking about it again and hearing what y'all thought just made me enjoy it a, a little more. 
Okay. So um, it's your fault, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I guess. I'm sticking, I'm sticking to it. All right, so a five from EY. Sorry, <laughs> how you? How are you? How are you going to approach this now? You know, I was really excited about this one um, because I do remember watching this. You know, when I was a kid, um, I don't even remember how I watched it because it was definitely before. I think it, you know what? I, I think it was syndicated. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I wasn't. On TV. I wasn't watching it on like a channel. I was like watching it like I would binge watch something, but it was before streaming. I think I got this show disc by disc via Netflix back wow. when it was a disc oh mail my service. With DVDs. Yeah, yeah, with the DVDs, kids. There was these things called DVDs. Um, I think that's how I watched this show, uh, or watched that's crazy parts that it. you did that through. Yeah. Netflix. Anyway, uh, it's not on Netflix now. Um, <laughs> I feel like it should be. If they, like if they had the DVDs for it back in Do the day, really it should it? be on. Anyway. Do they really want it though? Uh, probably not. I don't That's know. That's the question. <laughs> Marvel's probably not letting them because of legal bullshit. Um, mm. But I was really excited for this one. Because again, it's Marvel. It's the Incredible Hulk, who I love. He's my favorite Marvel hero. I relate with him a lot. I love the duality between Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Um, So I was really excited about this. And I wanted, when I was watching it, I wanted to give it a three. Because I recognize that it's very dated. It's very dated. It's the 1970s, so it's not going to be, you know, what we've come to expect now whenever we're watching any kind of superhero thing. Um... But again, talking to y'all, it made me like it even less. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it had the opposite it effect. It had the opposite going. effect. I feel like I'm in the fucking Twilight Zone and right now. Like, I, I even consider as like, you know what, as much as like these things bothered me with it, um, it's still Marvel. It's still the Hulk. You know, however bad this is, it's, it's a kind of a cultural uh staple for the 1970s and the 1980s because of just it was you know the hulk it was one of the big first comic book comic book live action things and yeah just the more i thought about it the more i was like i can't even give it like a a sympathy point for just my own personal bias for marvel so i'm gonna give it a two i'm with dean on this i'm giving it a two but it's a low two. Like, it's a stretch to get across that two. So, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a two. A two from Trey from Marvel and a five from Eli. <laughs> I have officially entered the Twilight Zone. This is so bizarre. Well, you know, the MCU is now the multiverse, so you're probably in one of those. Or you're in one of the, oh, that's true. One of the different Maybe the timeline for DC. Split. Yeah, this is, the, yes. this is now the even darkest timeline. Oh, my God. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to like and review us on your preferred podcast app. You can stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Nola Podcast or on Twitter at Nola. Suggestions and feedback, positive or negative, can be sent to us directly at Podcast at gmail.com. Shit. I, <laughs> this happens every time. All right. We need to. Am I starting again? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. One, (laughs) two, three.